Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You are listening to Is It, is it for, for Real? real? And this, of course, is the Time Bandit Time Bandits. edition. Time Bandits. So strap yourself <laughs> in and get ready for an adventure through time. Yep. Yeah. Not through Anyways, time, but jumping around time. Uh, yeah, it is. It is crazy. <laughs> it, it is uh, crazy. Anyways, this is Philip. Uh, this is Katie. And Bridget. And uh, this was my choice, um, whether I want yeah, to admit that now or not, but yeah. Um, this is something, yeah, for my, so I'll start with my level of this. Um, I remember watching it way, way, way back in the day. Uh, and I'm sure I saw it like once or, once or twice. And then I remember like in my early 20s, like some Saturday morning hungover watching on my couch and my roommate sits down and starts watching it with me and after an hour he just sort of turns to me and like what in the living hell are we watching <laughs> um so my level is yeah what in the living hell um, yeah. wow philip i mean what a choice what can i say i've learned a lot about you and i've learned a lot about my fiance uh in watching this movie because he also has very strong love feelings for this movie and i i'm gonna say i have never heard of this movie in my whole entire life yeah i have never talked about it heard about it and i i am embarrassed because i consider myself a pop culture junkie of sorts so i'm embarrassed that i don't know a 1981 movie um i i was confused i'm gonna give myself a monocle rating um because how do you keep a monocle in your face uh for that long <laughs> and uh and how do you understand this movie for that long? That's my, that's my rating. Monocle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am the same. I'm not embarrassed though. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I, I am not, I also am not embarrassed, but uh, maybe I am. I'm surprised. I like, can't believe, um, there were some stars in this film and I just had zero idea that this existed. And it also, and we'll get into this, like it hits some tropes that I do like. So it's like, wow, I can't believe nobody ever recommended that I watched this movie as a kid. Um, but I guess I'll give myself a David Bowie rating where like, I can't believe he isn't in this movie. Like I just kept, <laughs> I kept waiting. I was like, what is this film? Like when is somebody going to pop out and explain it? And it, it just felt very much like Labyrinth, David Bowie gone wrong. Yes. Like, yes. Way wrong. Like, Labyrinth yeah. meets the never ending story yeah. meets Harry oh, yeah. Potter meets, I, I was like, Katie, I thought of you and actually thought if this movie had softball in it, it would be your perfect movie. <laughs> it's like yeah. Robin Hood again. I'm like, are we watching Robin Hood again? No I'm kidding. Like, there were some times, yeah. yeah. No kidding, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. But no, a little backstory on this movie. Of course, it's Terry Gilliam, uh, one of the members of Monty Python. Uh, and he had really wanted to do this movie. Uh, actually, no, he really wanted to do the movie Brazil, but the studio wouldn't do it. And so he pitched them this completely family-friendly movie, as we all know, because we just watched it, uh, in order to get Brazil made. And yeah, so it was, uh, like I said, Monty, Monty Python. Um, and it was one of the other guys, and I'm blanking on uh, who the other writer was for this movie. Cleese? Uh, no. Oh, I know, John was, Cleese is in it, but... It was the guy who's Vincent. He He's the one who always has the problems down there and with Pansy and Vincent. Um, 
they show up twice. The things that I don't understand about this movie are the things that I don't understand about Monty Python. It's, it's like a very weird choppy sense of humor Mm. that I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to get that? And then it's like, no, it's absurd. It's just crazy. You're not supposed to get it. And I'm like, but I don't get it. Well, it's yeah. interesting that you say that because what I am very embarrassed about is that I don't think I've ever seen a Mighty Python film in its entirety. Like I've seen a lot of clips and I've seen clips that are always like used when people talk about like the comedy greats and I've always found them funny, but I do, I kind of wondered that same thing of like, is Mighty Pi- like I expected, yeah. Are, I think are I- you saying Mighty Python? Mighty Python. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying that, but now I know it's Monty Python. <laughs> I know it's Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, double embarrassed. The mighty, mighty pythons. And I'm personally hit or miss. I like there's some mighty Monty Python movies that I love, <laughs> uh, like Holy Grail, Life of Brian. Yeah. There's some that you know I that have little bits um, that I like, but the most of it I just uh, doesn't do it for me. Um, there are boobs in Monty Python movies that I was not aware of. Not not in this one, though. I'm no, not in no. this one. <laughs> the part that, that really screamed to me what I know of Mighty Python, Monty, oh God, Monty <laughs> Python movies are like when something is like the whole English countryside, like far away shoot and like crystal clear, you can hear what's going on, but it's like, like far away. I don't know. That was just like, okay, I'm familiar with what this is. And some parts of this movie I did find very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was on a roller coaster of joy and confusion. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's jump into it. Uh, we start in sort of the real world of this, the kid Kevin's family life. And um, I have a note that it is slow start. Like, it just sort of, <laughs> it, and that, that goes for a lot of this movie. It, it takes its time, whereas I, I think they really wanted to do it again, maybe edit it a little bit quicker. But my first note, ironically, is zero to 100. Because it seems like it's slow, 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 slow. And then, with almost no warning, horses come yeah. busting through the wall. Like, if I didn't, if you didn't know that you were about to see an adventure film, it would have been so jolting in this. Do you want to make, do you want to make sure you're not on some weird drugs watching this? Well, thanks for telling me now, because (laughs) I took all the weird drugs before I watched this, and boy, what a trip. But I think I, you know, Kevin, he is a cutie pie and a half, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what a little cutie 80s boy actor and I think like it's again it goes back to that never-ending story thing where it's like the Harry Potter thing where we have this like little boy who's like family sucks yeah. and like nobody understands him or likes him and so he retreats into his weird nerdiness and his like murder wall in his bedroom where he's like <laughs> plotting like it looks like one of those like murder walls but it's just like illustrations of his favorite things right you um, need some string on there then it becomes a, a murder wall well you know? and it's very like labyrinthy too right with them like the crossover of fantasy world in right. bedroom. like the 80s loved that like the fantasy muppets are gonna come to your bedroom <laughs> mm-hmm. oh uh, and uh quick little note on the actor who plays kevin little fame situation he didn't actually audition it was his brother and they thought he, the brother was way too kid actory, and so they're like, "Oh, what about this shy kid over in the corner? You'd be great." And so they casted him. 
Well, I was going to say, you can tell, yeah, I don't know how many movies he started before this, because he is really cute. He's like the bear corduroy came to life, and they just put him in a movie. Um, Fun fact, um, that was also the plot line of an episode of Full House, where um, DJ was auditioning to be in an oat boat commercial, but Stephanie got the part instead, because she was just cuter and natural, more natural. Yeah, I remember that. It happens. It happens to the best of us. So anyways, uh, yeah. like you said, it sort of, it, it comes at you, we get some horses, um, and then he tries the whole thing again to make it happen, and then a, uh, a big group of little people come out, <laughs> and I, I do want to make sure that I'm getting that nomenclature yep. correct. Okay. I think, so. I, I think I, so. I believe so. I have been familiar with the term and little people. I will say One. that... One has like an AK-47, like that really surprised <laughs> me, like the, yeah. like they really, anyway, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, um, with that, I, I thought they did a good job of, like, that part of it holds up, of just, like, how they're treated, you know, they are just their own characters, and there really isn't uh, a whole hype thing that's a running joke, really. I mean, it comes it's up a, here and the there, Napoleon but... It, thing. I, yeah, I, was I, say, ag- yeah. Ugh, that I agree with you, where I, if it hadn't been a Monty Python movie, I think it would have been, like, they just seem to be, like, using little people as cannonballs constantly like they're just the physicality is so um like slapsticky but i think that's just mighty python so right. I, agree. I agree so yeah i, I agree. yeah i did make notes about that though that i thought in terms of what the bit you know is there a bit about it but i agree with you katie and i didn't actually even think about it that way that just by the nature of the way a little person may move Mm-hmm. naturally it can create yeah it, it does create something different but I, I was thinking like you know and I didn't really understand this at all but that they're not humans so they're not really little people right they're like right. beings that's yeah, what I I still don't understand that <laughs> they're they're, <laughs> they're like angels right yeah exactly they're workers oh, yeah. who help create the world basically the supreme being created evil and all this other stuff and they were in charge of creating the boring, all the world, the boring stuff. Yeah. I know we'll get to it, but what a letdown with the Supreme being. I, just an old white man again. I just, come on. You see, that's all. It was like a grandpa. Okay. I know. We can wait for it because I have some questions about that too. Okay. Uh, So anyways, Kevin follows these time bandits uh, and they jump to Napoleon time. Yeah. Can I say one thing before they leave the bedroom? Yeah. And I just have uh-huh. this note where in these other like 80s bedroom movies, um, I'm always like curious as to what can the adults hear and see? You know what I mean? It's like the wall has now expanded. Things are crashing through. I'm just always, and as a kid watching these movies too, I'm like, aren't they going to hear that? Those two don't hear anything. They're sitting on their plastic furniture just listening to the game or watching the game show money or your life yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, and i also had a note about that it's like are these real shows and then later on our question or my that's the point though right it's like that the in these movies where the kid is the focus like the adults are so out of touch so that's why i don't even think he could have been tramp trampsing around with like average height adults because it doesn't have the same effect or feel maybe that the little people have being with a kid. I don't know. Something like I mean, that. in all of these movies, I feel like in a lot of these movies, they cast like little people or they have like some kind of like mu- puppets that are the same height as the kid. So yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, another little fun note. Fidget, the character, is oh, yeah. actually the same actor who plays R2-D2 in all the Star Wars movies. Oh, cool. Oh, well, that's, that's cool. Awesome. Good role, good role. Yeah. So anyways, like I said, we're taken to Napoleon time where we have this talent show where this is where they use the short joke just over and over. Maybe it's them getting it out of their system because <laughs> that is that is all that was there. Yeah. I mean, it seemed to be more of a bash on Napoleon and the, what are the, what are the creatures? What are they called? I mean, I know the names like Randall and Wally, but like, are there, is it, I mean, the time bandits, right? They're the time bandits. Right. Yeah. I think that's all they're, the time bandits. So yep. the time bandits kind of fit into that world, but the joke is, seems to be like on Napoleon again and again about just how obsessed his height is. But yeah. Right. Eh, yeah. I mean, that. Like I said, this continues with that sort of slow start that it's just... I will say that when they have to do that dance all together, it is believable, but that, that that's the first time they've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like if you were to ask us to sing that song right now, that's what it would look like, and I enjoyed that. I sort of bet that that's what they did in filming it. They were <laughs> yeah. just like, don't practice it, just just go through it. It'll, it'll look of. really realistic. And it, it did. Yeah. Um, so, of course, they stole a bunch of stuff and then decided to get out there. And then we went back in time to Robin oh, Hood. I, I did like the scene. Oh, yeah. I did like the scene where they were, like, leaving Napoleon's castle. And they're all those, like, guards and people are standing there, like, in their underwear, like, shivering and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And But it's just so comical because it's, like, they're all turned around. And then suddenly they're, like, wait, hey, like, he stole the stuff. And uh, I thought that was like a little funny moment there. Yeah. Well, when they're at the castle, I actually have the note. What is this, Robin Hood? Like Prince of Thieves? And then like 10, like 10 seconds later, I'm like, it's Robin Hood. Which is- I wrote a Bill and Ted's note down because I was mm. thinking of Napoleon, Napoleon, yes. uh, yeah. and Bill and Ted's when, they, when he eats the ice cream sundae. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, it had a little bit of feel of that too. Kind of like, yeah, the time travel and all of that um okay yeah you said we're in the middle ages yeah so we jumped uh, to robin hood yeah and, and there's like the the couple that has the problem yeah right. they get tied what's, to the tree <laughs> what's his problem is it erectile dysfunction i don't know if it's too much or too little <laughs> i i and I think it just switches, and that's the problem. He's got no control over it. Um, well, and later when they're on the Titanic, she says something like, well, I have a big, and then they cut her off. I'm like, what could, what? A big what? I mean, that's where I'm like, giant? am I missing like, something? Is this, this, this type it. of humor? Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I guess, yeah. I guess they, I guess Monty Python would be talking about the right? I don't know. I, they, go, I, they go crass, yeah. Yeah. Blue. I like the, um, by the way, I just want to point out last, because I was thinking about the Time Bandits costumes, and I don't think in our last podcast we, we told each other what we were wearing, um, so we have to remember to do that, because your okay. outfits look really great today. Thank um, you, but I was yep. enjoying the, um, like, the steampunk-esque, <laughs> well, the one, the, the main thing. Yeah, has Randall. like the, oh, that makes sense, Randall. Yeah, yeah. But like, I was thinking about those outfits and how they like kind of look okay in every decade yep. until they like end up like in the like tuxedos later on, and then you're, yeah. <laughs> um, which by the way, like where? Okay, I don't know. Where do you get that many small tuxedos on the Titanic? But maybe you do because there's just like people at the ready to make them. I don't know. Yeah. I bet they had their own seamstresses on the Titanic. Um, but I did make a note about the one uh, fella's colander on his head, and I just thought, yeah. like, why 
couldn't have a helmet. Like it's just for a fact. Like he can only yeah. find a colander or he can find the and, other. Couldn't he? he yeah. Could make, make a helmet. I mean, that's sort of Terry Gilliam's aesthetic in all of his movies. Like Twelve Monkeys, Brazil. It's all this sort of like ragtag costuming that's sort of put together in this. He directed know, Twelve dystopia. Monkeys. Yep. With Brad Pitt. Yeah. No, the, the other one. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's 13 Monkeys, or what is that one called? That no, would be nuts, it's... man. No, no. I... <laughs> Wait, is it called 13th Monkey? No, Isn't it's it? 12 Monkeys. It's 12 it's Monkeys. 12 monkeys. Are they both well, called it... 12 Monkeys? <laughs> They're the all called tw 12 Monkeys. Every movie that's ever been made is 12 Monkeys. Yeah. And, and they just all have Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. So but there's yes, two he, movies he that are called 12 Monkeys. No, no, there's only one and he directed it. And I was making a joke. <laughs> I see that this is not the movie to to make these sorts of jokes on because our, our minds are already scrambled. with. We, I still don't know what's going on. There's one movie called yeah. 12 Monkeys and it has Brad Pitt in it. And Terry Gilliam directed it? Correct, yeah. But oh, you can't whoa. see Philip and he actually held up three fingers, which is confusing. <laughs> Well, no, I was 12? doing the 12. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing 13 okay. monkeys. No. Okay. Wow, okay. Boy, let's well, cut to our sponsor. I can't 12 monkeys. Directed this and that. Go out and rent it today. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Redbox and ask for 12 monkeys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, we have, we've got Robin Hood and they- And, like, the, a band of thugs with the craziest like face slashes i feel like i had a note about that makeup like their faces like they just look like they all got hit in the face with a hatchet it's well little... i loved it the sort of what bandits from that time period would have looked like yeah with true. the sort of uh actual like men in tights robin yeah. hood and yeah. that's just how they hung I, I i really chuckled throughout this whole scene um it yeah. got really meta because Kevin was like, Robin Hood, one of my favorite stories. And I'm like, isn't like, isn't that just what every little boy watching this movie is already thinking? Like, I and again, I don't love Robin Hood. So I think that's like a thing though. Like you guys both expressed that you love Robin Hood. Right? Yeah, yeah I love the story of it. Yeah. And he loves those foxes. Because you're not a little boy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed that too. I guess I will say though, what I didn't enjoy was the um, poor people getting punched in the face. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it got me every like, time. I didn't like that at all. Just the absurdity of it. Of oh just my like, God. And there wasn't a re they like, you know, yeah. Oh man. I, I, I made a note about that too, but I'm, I'm, I was confused and I have questions about why do the time bandits want to steal like all that money and like the Mona Lisa and such like, what are they, where are they going to spend it? Like, obviously they made custom tuxedos and that's one place they spent it. But like, what are they going to do? Just like keep going through time and spending it in different places? Or are they going to like settle at a club med? Like, what do they want it for? I think either of those things. I think living the high life somewhere, somehow is basically... Um, now I want to yeah. know, like, what would they pick if they created all of the mundane things on Earth? Where would they pick to live? I mean, they, they seem to be enjoying the Titanic before it, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it yeah. went down. Um, so, yeah, anyways, we I, I had the note that John Cleese is funny. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I, just, I just found, you know, you must meet the poor people. You must meet the poor. Yeah, um, he's cool. And... Yeah, and then we get a little bit of a hint of the evil incarnate guy. Yeah, uh, 
I haven't known. Long thing. Oh, sorry. I was just. I mean, the long fingernails, which is the evil. It always means evil because the, the witch the Prince from of Prince of Thieves had exactly. a long, creepy fingernails, and this guy does. And it was kind of the same this. thing too, where they're like messing with like a cauldron. Yeah. Uh, but then I have a note because I was. I was. Um, yeah, I have a note that says what the f <laughs> like just that whole scene with like the people with the plastic and it's like what is this but then i have a note that's like wait though like is this movie prophetic because what he talks about is how computers are going are god and like tech is god and i'm like is this more? like i was really it kind of blew my mind yeah i was like how much technology did they have in 81 a watch i think he's be... talking about a digital he's, watch he, yeah he says what a computer is. i mean obviously we know that computers have been around for a little bit longer than that but like it's a like personal VCR. computer in 1981 looked yeah. very different it um, was it, it was interesting so yeah but anyways we jump back to the time bandits the gang who have gone to agamemnon agamemnon's time we get some bonding between kevin and and our guest actor, Sean Connery. Connery. Sean yeah. Connery, who has a weird hairdo. I, yeah. I, I wrote down, where are we? I had no idea. I thought we were in the Middle East. I thought we were in ancient Egypt. I was so confused. Well, then we learned it's Greece. Yes. Yeah. Before but that. I wrote that too. I, wrote, I have written down Egypt question mark, Rome question mark, Syria question mark. <laughs> yeah. I have no Me idea. Me too. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Yeah, I don't know if there's any sort of deserts like that in Greece. No. Uh, nor and I was just there recently. Yeah, right, exactly. Nor like the, just the whole, all the people there didn't necessarily look super Greek either, but yeah. No, there was a lot, yeah, I was, no, I was confused about that. I thought it was North Africa for sure. Yeah. I, for, I forget where they filmed it. I know it was like, ended up being like a 110 degree filming oh. day and Sean Connery convinced them to just let him do his scenes really quickly and then go back to his trailer or something like that. Awesome. <laughs> I do appreciate uh, that this is the first time Kevin gets a costume change to a very appropriate toga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he still has his Polaroid camera and bag and nobody's like, what a strange contraption, boy. They're just yeah, like- he, Even Sean Connery, yeah, when he's like, well, Kevin, weird name, see ya. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin, addressed- that's a weird name, but not that thing shooting out everything well, yeah i know. know what it is and i also have a note of like it's bizarre that kevin's not more worried like you know when he's like playing he's like playing with like the little chest like little drawings like psh, psh, this guy shot that guy i'm like kevin are you not concerned that you're stranded in a time warp <laughs> like and i'm like is he seven or 12 like i don't or 10 is the answer to my own question is he 10 years old he's not a bright, how- bright, bu- bright bulb he's not a bright kid his yeah. parents are terrible and like he, That's because true. they're so terrible he's like of course i want to live in a scary place where people get murdered quickly and like yeah yeah um but one of my favorite things happened uh, first of all that queen she is like mad <laughs> she's like throwing shade she's like giving so much side eye to Ke- sean connery because she's like you can't just bring a child into our lives and be like, this is our child now. <laughs> we need to have discussions about this. Yeah. This is a no, he's partnership, like, now you know? Uh, but my favorite moment of the movie, I don't want to give it, I'm just going to give it away, is that there's yeah. a fruit a fruit pinata. There's a pinata uh, <laughs> full of plastic pineapples. In a, in a bowl. In a bowl. Carcass. That, yeah. it, it and a bowl. then. Yeah, I thought it was a pig. And then the fruit turned into birds. It was it's magic. Nuts. They use all of the money for this movie on that pinata and the Supreme Being's digital head. 
Well, they had some of that Beatles money because George Harrison helped fund this sucker. Uh, I can't yes. believe that. I can't believe that I, either. I wrote that piñata note down too because I know that like piñatas in like the history of them um, in Latin America, of, like it used to be like a clay piñata and fruit came out. But oh. like at any point, was it a pit, like a bowl <laughs> that you stuffed with fruit? Like that's not a real thing, is it? I don't know. It was crazy. It was a treat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we get the time bandits jump in. They use the little magic trick and take Kevin, much to his chagrin, away from his newfound dad. And yeah, I wrote down, Sean Connery is not ready to be a dad. <laughs> because Kevin is like screaming and these bandits come and take him away from his side. Oh, you're hey. loving it. You're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. More He's mead. like, oh. And his yeah. wife is just like, mm, you are not getting any tonight. That toga is staying on. Don't yeah. touch yeah. me. <laughs> and then we jump to uh, Titanic, which I guess we don't realize it's Titanic quite yet. I um, did. I wrote cut to oh, I, yeah. the Titanic? Yeah. Our time bandits definitely didn't know it was the Titanic. It was a surprise right. to them. Until heard, they saw the, yeah. the ring that said the... Well, then yeah. I saw... And then you heard him, like, ask for a drink with lots of ice. But a bunch. Yeah. So that couple is there, as we mentioned, but is that the right. only time they're there again? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, like, they're, so, they're there. But why twice? I don't know. Um, I do know that... Uh, is it Michael Palin is the guy who also wrote this movie? Um, he, that sounds he right. Wanted a, he wanted to play Robin Hood, but the producers wanted a bigger star and that being John Cleese because he'd been in more stuff and so they put John Cleese in that and then I guess they wrote this character for Michael Palin so it was just some some <laughs> weird bit that they added in yeah yeah it's okay that makes sense okay yep um wow yeah so then we get the best costume change into the tuxedos for everyone sure Everybody. sure 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 and they're eating caviar and having champagne um and they, that's when they start to talk about the time of legends. Right. They're getting sort of muppeted or just sort of influenced to sort of promote this, this strategy by evil. And they yeah. say something that I wrote down that I don't understand, which was horse flesh. Yeah, that was, that I mean? think they had another person in their group named Horseflesh or something like that. Oh. But he died. And that that's all I know. Or that's that's, that's all I was able to glean out of this. So they had Okay. So these guys can die, apparently. Um Well, and... so I have a question note. I don't know if are we to the point where the Titanic sinks. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah sure. I think so. so yeah, spoilers. And, uh, yeah. And then I thought I was like, oh my gosh, they're holding onto a door, but it's like I think it's a sign. I think it's a giant wooden sign. I thought it was a door too. It. I wrote yeah. that down. Yeah. Yeah. But my question is, then they flash like the evil guy and he's like, Great, everything's going as planned or whatever, or they're like did the evil guy sink the Titanic to get these guys? Like, well, are these guys just I think, tragedy through? No, like, I think evil, evil does all the evil things in the world, which would but, be like. Right. And the time bandits just happened to be there, but like he would sink the Titanic anyway. At least okay. that's my understanding. Like he's going to do terrible things no matter what, but now he hates the time bandits because they. Okay. Why I does thought, he hate them? Like, I don't actually know. He doesn't, he doesn't hate them. He just wants to trick them into bringing him the map. The map. Once he yeah, gets he the, map, the map, he can control the world. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, I thought it was okay. like, but for the time bandits, the Titanic would have just sailed smooth sailing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe if they weren't on it, it would have been fine. That, hmm. yeah, this is a kind of dark, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, he, 
evil convinces them to go to the, the time of legends um which they they jump to that and then this... we have that the boat the boat scene before the boat scene, we have my favorite scene, which features Mona from Who's the Boss. Well, that, that's, a, that's the boat. Because that's a boat. the boat. They're on a boat. When they're on the boat. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. You're right. Because um, that this this whole section of the movie was right. I really was like, am I tired? Or like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I did have to watch it in phases. I, I of course, fell asleep. Um, I'm not going to lie. Watching the first half. And then I came back to it the next day, refreshed. And with sugar. I was um, hyper awake watching this movie. But, <laughs> but um, Mona from Who's the Boss is like just one of my favorite ladies in the world. And I yeah, was she's so awesome. excited to see her. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? Like, I, is Love Blind? Like, did she, was she on that show? And she talked to that man like through a wall for like <laughs> a week. And then, and then they met and she was like, well, I'm in love with you, you crazy looking Son of a bitch. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast, like yeah. f- 50 years later, right? My guess is, yeah, he was a much more virile, uh, muscular beast goat. back in he's the a, day. He's a very attractive right, young goat. goat. Man. <laughs> also, he, he's played by uh, the actor who is Meister Eamon um, from Game of Thrones. So tying it all together. He's the old guy at the wall. The oh, Meister the blind the guy. Wall. Yep. Uh-huh. Love is blind. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So that's when they catch the time bandits in a net. I see. Okay, and they throw Winston overboard. Um, that's the note I have. I don't know. Is that important? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Well, they I mean, throw them base... both overboard, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I, I the weirdest thing I've <laughs> yeah, the weirdest yeah. thing I've ever seen happens, which is the largest man in slow motion leaves the ocean, and his ship is a his head is a ship. His hat, yeah, it's hat. He's wearing hat it as a hat, a, right? It's a bow. And he is so slow motion and so jiggly and so big. It's just too weird. And then they squirt sleeping juice in, through his yeah. skull through a hole in the and boat's that, floor. What? That scene goes on for so long. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. like so a different. Long. That scene is like a short film. Like, it's mm-hmm. like. What? Like, it, it's a different tone. It almost, it's like a, there's no dialogue. <laughs> like, well, once again, I think Terry Gilliam did a lot of those sort of mi- mid-skit, probably, <laughs> but the mid-skit, like, movies. That yeah, like inter- and, and they were Yeah, and they were like this. So I think this is just his jam. Yes, um, it is what, that is what it seemed like. Yeah. Yep. And it, I, and yeah. it just, and they're all, so like, foggy. Good. They're all like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was so long. It was just so long. Well, and then, yeah. so, yeah. So then they get out of there. They find right? the invisible barrier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like the wall. The right? glass ceiling wall. Yeah. And that scene, show. like, then they just, like, are really just, like, showing that they're not very bright. because they or, or it's a comic effect. They're like, you know what would be funny? If people just squish their face into glass for, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And you just see them all, like, like, squish. Yeah, totally. And then from the other camera angle, they're all doing really sort of crappy mime work. Of yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, there's an invisible wall here. And you also, the, like, you... The the um the glass like fogs up too, so you can like see where the pain is. It's like, well, it's a glass, like it's a windshield. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, so yeah, they get in a big fight and then they end up breaking it. Um, and then they enter. I think I put down here the fortress of solitude, but it's actually the fortress of ultimate darkness. Um, 
Which is what it looks like you're in right now, Philip. I know, yeah. <laughs> For our listeners at home, Philip has chosen a void of darkness <laughs> as his background yep. tonight. Yeah. Um, I like to just be a voice from the void. I think, um, n- but this was a very familiar, like, never-ending story labyrinth, like the the castle. And then they played this, like, mu- like the music in this movie is so, like, oh, yeah. informative. So you're like, like it's like the crescendo is like oh this is what we've been waiting for this is where it is these are the scenes that were like burned into my Mm, brain that i remember especially the the one coming up of like the rat eating like oh that that stuck with me i have a note for that's like they're in the cage for two hours and this guy has to trap (laughs) a live rat and bite its head off like jesus well that's that character's thing. Like, yeah. I forget what his name is, but he, they, like, fell through that barn and he instantly eats a chicken. Oh, you're he, right. A, you're right. He's, he like, stop eating. Eat yeah. yeah, he's. it's more of a pika thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I also have a note that the guy, the Wally, who's kind of the number two guy, looks so much like John C. Riley. Oh, yeah. You can see that. Yeah. So, yeah, they have to, they go over that maze and they get enticed by the game show people of, of everything that they could possibly want. And, of course, it's it's all a ruse. And mm. they get the map stolen from them and they got get put into cages. They kind of slowly uh, give the map to him, right? Like, really slowly, right? Uh, like, methodically? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what happened? Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, but then, yeah, they're in cages. And then... I will say... Go ahead. That Jeff loved this part. This is like... I loved loved this this part part. too. And it has one of my favorite movie or like story devices, which is the photograph room. I love it. Anytime someone's looking at a photograph and they zoom in, like Eddie and Roger Rabbit, with (laughs) like the the, uh, gin glass. Oh, right. Yeah. What what do you mean? What is it? Right. So Kevin is going through the Polaroids and he's like, oh my God, I have a picture of the map. Because he took a picture of the Polaroid, the map, and things, right? Am I just making oh, yeah, up a movie? Yeah, no, that, that's right. That's <laughs> oh. right. But also, how much film did Kevin bring along with him? He lot. has like a, a <laughs> two-foot-tall stack of Polaroid. Yeah. And I have one of those cameras, and it, it comes in like five picture packs. It would just be yeah, an amazing totally. amount of film. Expensive. Yes, yeah. Um, this scene with the cages reminded me of the Road Rules Real World Challenge. Uh, it the looks... <laughs> The gauntlet, like one of those, that, that this would be the exact type of challenge they would set up for them. Like, yeah, you totally. get from one cage yeah. to the other side, and you only have these things. And, and it's like, like three feet above a pool. Exactly. Yeah, That's what totally, it felt like. Totally. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll have to pick another Hummer, maybe, because <laughs> this... I couldn't I I couldn't have loved more when they decided to rope themselves from thing to thing and just like lead climb to the end. I loved it. It's a good little moment. It's a very cute yeah. little moment. Yeah. So they make it out there, they go into I guess the inner sanctum of the fortress of solitude. And uh, then of course evil expected them and starts to turn them into pigs. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? So I I think I blinked here. I need an explanation of yeah when the when the like pig that shows up at your house for your birthday <laughs> comes out. Like who's what's that? That's what he that's that's what he turned he turned somebody yeah. into that. But, but then that, but then he's. The, he's a real pig okay i thought i blinked too and i was so confused i was like what happened to the pig the pig 
at the barbecue he restaurant. Was, he was slowly turning <laughs> into more of a pig is the whole thing. And I was oh like, are there, is there more than one pig? And I was like counting all the time bandits. <laughs> I was like, too. did I miss one? But yeah, at the they definitely end, didn't I'm like, show that transition. Yeah. Yes. And at the end, I'm like, what are they going to do about the birthday pig? Like they have to save him. <laughs> I didn't know where he went. I didn't okay. know where he went either. I was oh, super lost looking okay. for him. Yeah. I'm happy that, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, good. And then we also have those little, like, bull-headed, cloaked guys with yeah. the thick hands. Which, those are the other things that were, like, really, they, they I believe it. I believe those it. Are the, those yeah. are the Dementors. They're the yes. Dementors. And they made these really, like, horrible noises. Oh, those were the I could kind of tell that. Like, when I was watching this, like, this would have scared the shit out of me as a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Benson is turned into a dog. Um, but he's like the least terrifying guard dog I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. He's like the <laughs> cutest little fluff dog who's like bark, but he's making these like crazy sounds. And then he like yeah. lays down and starts like, like he just being cute and doesn't <laughs> do anything. It's so confusing. I, and then like, they, again, they just like, as slowly as they gave the map away, they just like walk up and take it. I, <laughs> yeah. I have a move. I have a note, like at this point where it's like, too much climax like i can't like this is too long for yeah. me like you wanted to finish it. you just needed to yes finish. like yes i just <laughs> well because like, they had like all the reinforcements show up and then they had to do all each one how it didn't work and yeah uh, yeah yeah and the music keeps you on edge for so long like, oh my god that one moment okay first of all when they're like inside of that thing having that battle and it just it reminded me of like a chuck e cheese or like a yeah uh, uh, what is that called laser tag arena it just felt sure. very like, and like the slowest like rebuttal was like when the evil like he was like that fake mannequin version of himself spinning around oh. and then like his hat <laughs> yeah, that, opened that is with one knife out. yeah one I, dangling I, knife and it was like what? I thought I blinked <laughs> with that too so did I miss something it took yeah. so long and it was just like so unimpressive yes. and like they spent all that time as you're making that mannequin version of himself yeah. which looked so fake and then all of a sudden he it was him again and he's like yeah. ah! uh, got it. yes oh god uh, but evil fights yeah he can do the head chopper he can blow himself into a uh, violet oh, right, beauregard-esque yeah. uh, raspberry <laughs> yeah. um and he has gas masks uh for jousters it's, yeah it's, he's he's prepared as you would expect evil to be. Um, but then, of course, the ultimate uh, being or God shows up and basically just is like, nope, blows him up. <laughs> is that, so now that we're there, is he like a famous actor? Like, is he a host of something? Why is uh, it that guy? I was like looking it up a little bit. He's a little bit famous, I think. Okay. But, yeah. I wrote, he's I, just a grandpa. I thought it was like, is it like Johnny Carson showing up? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I honestly- uh, Sounds like did, no. I, I sort of liked it that it was just some old- Some rando. Dude, some random dude who just sort of doesn't care. And yeah, I, I found that funny as well. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the the Legos. Yeah. yeah the yeah, Lego yeah, I background. Too. Did you see that, Katie? No, I don't think I caught it. Oh, you have to watch the whole movie again. <laughs> that's the rule yep. <laughs> sorry looks like you're better go do it now oh my god uh but oh yeah and fidget gets squished by a pole yeah yeah and then fidget's hands i was so like when he comes up it like 
it looks like he like crushed his hands and I'm like, oh no, it's just like a weird angle. But I was like, really? <laughs> they, cr- they break that actor's arm. Okay, Jesus. and the end of this movie, I am so confused. Whoa. I'm so confused. I mean, I don't I didn't understand any of it. It does. Yeah, do the was classic, it a dream? Well, that's kind of a classic movie thing too. Right? It's almost like an Inception ending, or like it's a classic '80s kids like Muppets in the Closet movie where or ending where it's like it seems like it was all a dream. It seems like it was all in your head, but then there's like one item that's like, wait, what? Goop. What is that though? What is that rock? Well, there's also the Polaroids. Like he has all the Polaroids. Right, but no, the no, rock the, and the toaster oven. Isn't that what rock, was under the thing? Piece, yeah, it's, it's a piece of evil. Evil, like he was sort of yeah. blown up, and and it's like just a piece of him. And in they were the supposed to clean. Oven. It, they were supposed to clean it all up and put it into that bin. But one was but, like under the plane or whatever. Right, and they missed yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, and his parents tried to cook it. Yeah. They just touched it. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes. his parents are dead they right? blow up yeah. <laughs> yeah they are straight up blown up and his house is burnt down uh, yeah and he's I, happy i mean yeah. and sean connery gives him a little fireman's a wink. wink you know? you're welcome you're welcome yeah. <laughs> i mean at the end i i thought that like the the dad wasn't the worst the mother was like really vapid but then at the end when like all i guess the whole thing it's like they don't actually care that kevin might burn alive in his bed they just want to say the toaster the and the blender yeah. yes all i mean this movie is really just a, a appliance ever um but <laughs> yeah like it almost seems like fresh start for kevin <laughs> but like is he going to the foster care system or Who like knows? which i hear is great in britain at this yep. time <laughs> yeah know? totally like we don't need no education <laughs> and he just truly becomes More Oliver Twist. Soup, please yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah that wow, was a surprise yeah philip what a choice yeah well i i remember it just being out there so uh, yeah i know i, mean, I love it it was slower. It. it was honestly a lot slower than I remember it being. Yeah. There was many, like, especially in the first half, I was just like, we, we need to pick up this pace. Um, but think about how time works when you're a kid. Like Christmas, yeah. you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas is like years. Yeah, now totally. it's like two minutes, right? Is it the same when we're watching right. movies? Right. Well, also, it? it's interesting because there yeah, is, it's very cartoonish in the sense that it's slow, but it's almost all action at the same time. So it's like, there's a lot going on. It's just not like the plot is staying the same. It's not like it's not moving yeah. forward, but like a lot of action is happening. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. A lot of people falling they, on each other. Yeah, <laughs> they could have sprinkled in a few more jokes in some of the other scenes. Like I said, I, I found the Robin Hood one really funny, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it was interesting. Like I thought that we were gonna get more of that, like um, MythBusters kind of. Like let's meet. I, I thought that right. the, it was like kept on uh, changing theme. Like I thought originally it was like, oh, we're going to meet uh, people from history and, real, and figure out who they really were, what they really were like. And then it was like, oh no, we're just going to go to like different historic times. And then it was like, oh no, we're, it's monsters now. You know what I mean? It was just like very, each, it's just kind of yeah, good. Each one had a really different tone. Yeah, totally. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, do we want to do sort of, people's questions and then we'll jump into our hummers bummers dummers i have one you mean people that wrote us in yeah i have one question okay and it comes from dave l all right and the question is time bandits yeah what the fuck was that all about (laughs) well listen to this podcast (laughs) listen to the podcast dave l 
I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> to know time bandits is to understand that you'll never truly know it, I yeah. think is, is the main yes. thing that I've been able to yes. take away from it. I think that's um, a good answer. <laughs> I'll take your answer, Philip. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Uh, the one question I had was from Nora L, who, uh. Is she related to Dave L? She, I don't think so. I don't think oh, okay. so. Uh, oh, yeah. Coincidentally, was watching this movie on the same couch that I was. Crazy. Um, and was not <laughs> paying the most attention. Um, but her question was, what was what was the deal with that favor, that wink at the end after mm. both his parents are dead and he has a burned out house? They just leave <laughs> him there. They don't even take him to child services. They're just like, yeah. welcome, kid. And it's like, welcome for what, I think is what Nora yeah, wants I think to know. it's just a continuation. And I, I maybe it's a good segue, uh, unless we have other questions, into Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers. Well, I thought it's, only it's that my, my answer maybe would be, I thought that the wink, yes, it's more of like, what is his plan? But I thought the wink was more Sean Connery acknowledging, yeah, it happened, man. That's right. I'm going to make it my dumber, which is that <laughs> Sean Connery is a terrible human in this movie. He's a bad dad. <laughs> He's a bad husband. He has bad, he just makes choices like helping set a house on fire, adopting a kid into ancient Greece, yeah. not being a good husband into to his ancient wife. <laughs> Which is the oh, roughest That's of my dumber is Sean Connery's hair. Oh, also just Sean Connery in general. And I was confused because I was like, was he really famous during this time? But I didn't, I knew, I knew oh, he was probably. James Bond. I he, he, was, he was very famous, but it said that he was at the sort of bottom of his career, which is the only uh, way they were able to, to get him for this. Um, it's post Bond, right? Yeah, it's post Bond, pre other things. It's yeah. probably post, uh, what was it, Zardas or whatever that weird movie is where he's got like a, oh, yeah. a red, like, bikini yes. that he wears the whole thing um, <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, so yeah so dumber did you have katie my dumber i think is as the costumes for the evil like um unless i don't get it the amount of like plastic that's so just much covering plastic. all of the evil stuff and like um, the rest of the film, like you were saying, like the makeup, like the thugs with like slash faces and like the, the effects in the makeup are like pretty, you know, decent and fun. But the, like the, um, where, where evil is, it seems like a poorly funded like MTV video. Like it, it's like they grabbed everything they could. And I just, the amount of, I just didn't get the costumes at all. Well, Katie, and like maybe plastic. it's, maybe it's a commentary on plastic. On technology, yeah. And plastic. Is mm -hmm. it? Like, I kept thinking like, am I missing something? Like, uh, maybe, maybe I was, but yeah. Once again, that's like, go to certain scenes in 18 Monkeys and, or like Brazil. <laughs> and it's, You mean it Argentina? Looks, <laughs> yes. 18 Monkeys uh, or Argentina. It all looks like that. That is what Terry Gilliam does, is he brings a lot of plastic, a lot weird. of wet, weird wetness was in a yeah. lot of those scenes. Uh, um, Ew. Yeah. Hey, everybody, we're weird wetness. We just need a suggestion to get started. <laughs> yeah, to me, I didn't get it. <laughs> Leave the stage. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Find another trade. Yeah. Um, my dumber, and whether this fits into a dumber, is it's just the editing. Um, <laughs> You know, this has really sort of dumbed me out. <laughs> um, was that, uh, yeah, just so I think this movie could have really been improved by some quicker editing and just mm -hmm. sort of moving this movie along. Um, yeah. 
Well, it's like, it's two hours, which was surprising because a lot of kids' movies, I feel like... Um, 90 minutes. Yeah, 90 minutes is like a pretty yeah. good rule. So, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, then I guess we'll, we'll go with our bummers. And I well, mentioned mine earlier was just the rat eating. It, uh, oh. it, it grossed me out as a kid. It's still those crunching noises gross me out as an adult and that bumped me out. So my bummer is in direct contrast with Bridget's dumber in that I am so bummed that Sean Connery and that kid can't live together forever and he can't be his dad. And I started thinking about like the ancient Greece scene is kind of like um, the movie Big where one side of it is like really fun and great, but like Sean Connery just like lost his son. <laughs> like he's like, where did he go? And then he has to like live in that timeline without his newfound. Um, I know he was just his son for ten minutes, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, and even the fireman, I was like, don't go, come back, like adopt this kid. Isn't that what's gonna happen? So that was my bummer. <laughs> you, one would have thought that that would have that he would have said, come along with me on the fire truck. Yeah, yeah, at least ride off. Sense. At least ride off into London to Well, maybe he does. Maybe we just don't get to see that part. Maybe. Maybe the wink yeah. is, I'll be back. Bye, I'll be back after I put the fire out in your house. Um, I, I'm just bummed out by that birthday party pig. I want to know where he went. <laughs> Again, I feel like their props department, like, this is how I imagine it. They're like, look what we made. We made um, a big stand-up right pig. And, and then, like, two minutes later, they're like, the farm pig came through. Yeah, like, totally. but, but, like, they put, they put the other one in just to, like, make them not feel bad. Yeah, like a scene. We and then, paid for a stand-up pig we'll and both. a farm pig, and God damn it, we're going to use them both. <laughs> and then yeah. the farm pig gets more stage time, and, like, I just feel like one yeah. props guy took that other stand-up pig home with him oh, and, like, man. sleeps with it. Like, what's that movie yeah, where we the don't guy has the doll and he loves the doll? Oh, oh, Lars, uh, and, the Lars and the real girl. Oh, yeah, Lars but it's like Lars and the stand-up pig. <laughs> the stand-up pig. <laughs> Not worse, I yeah. think, you know. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll finish on our, our Hummers. Um, yeah, I have two words for Hummer, my Hummer. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, fruit pinata. <laughs> <laughs> we That's just need it. one word. We're fruit pinata. <laughs> Everybody, we're fruit pinata. Uh, what, what would you put inside of an empty bowl? <laughs> thank you i heard proctologist oh yeah. my god i i mentioned i already mentioned kind of the trapeze cirque du soleil like uh, Kate yeah. thing yeah. but i'll pivot and say uh mona the actress okay i love her and i don't she's so funny I, and like when she's like singing to herself and sharpening that blade uh it's just like menacing and crazy and i wanted yes. i would i could have dealt with a lot more of her and bridget's background is in fact mona and she was caressing her face yeah. um in appreciation she's of her she's she is ageless. i think she's um, yeah but yeah, I don't know. Maybe because was this the same time where she was on Who's the Boss, or is it no? Like after, I mean, that was like soon after, though. I guess so. But Who's the Boss was late show... '80s. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's great. Uh, I think, and I've changed around. I, I had definitely had a few things that were my hummers. Uh, some I already talked about. So I'm gonna say, evil just blowing people up at a drop of a hat <laughs> just always got me. Like the guy, like yeah. asks the question, he's like blows him up and he's like, good question. Um, but also all the evil guys really wanted to be blown up and just tortured. Like that's that's what they wanted out of life. So, and just, they were all really happy yeah. for being evil. And that, yeah, that just- We didn't talk, that reminded me, Philip, that's a good Hummer. We didn't talk about like how evil could just like open his finger. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was great. And the camera trick of like going to like negative footage to like blow somebody. They use like the negative oh, right. a lot. And then they reversed it a bunch. Once uh-huh. again, that goes to my uh, oh. dumber of just like, just because you can do a little editing trick. <laughs> yeah. You don't they need to it. have it. In, you don't need to keep it in your movie. They um, loved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, should we talk about our clothing? Yeah. I want to talk about Katie's outfit. Oh, go ahead. Um, Katie, good choice tonight. It must be, it must be really hot there though, because it is you're wearing hot. a pig head and nothing else. <laughs> I can I hear thought... you very clearly. Did you do some retrofitting on that pig head? The what? Your pig head. Did you yeah. retrofit it? Oh, to- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm talking out of its mouth. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate that you haven't mentioned it till now. And wow. I've had a lot of time and I fit it directly to my face. It looks great. Yeah. It looks Thank really you. nice. Well, um, yeah. While we're, while we're at it, Bridget, I'm just going to go ahead and commend you on yours. I mean, starting with that amazing sort of fruit basket headdress. Um, what was the woman that always had those? Chiquita Banana. Yeah, I think. Is it that? Is it? That? <laughs> no, there's a, there's another name. That woman has a d- another name. Right. A fav- well, you're wearing that very well and pairing <laughs> it with a very stylized little white tuxedo, even though you were bad mouthing that in the show. Um, I know. I, I think you were bad mouthing it because you can pull it off a lot better than those guys could. Um, Thank so you. Bravo. bravo. Thank you. Yeah, the the bolero. Is it a bolero or the tie? Oh, Carmen Miranda is my oh, inspiration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmen that Miranda. That is it, yes. Um, yeah, and the tuxedo. Thank you for noticing. It's hard to find a tailor in a pandemic. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, well, I have appreciated um, Philip's kind of co- like costume, like prop choice. Uh, and it's it's late to be drinking coffee, but I really like your mug that has a picture of um, Sean Connery from ancient Greece with his own coffee mug that says world's best dad. <laughs> I think it's cool. <laughs> I mean, it, like it's hair. sort of sad that I can't be the world's best dad. It's just my coffee mug applauds yep. someone else. Exactly. Duties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine with it. Yeah. Perfect. So that leads us to our time of the night where we decide, is it for real? Is it for real? Um, Did you go first, Philip, since this is your pick? Sure. Um, You know, after watching it, I I turned to my couchmate, Nora L, and I said, I, it is not for real. (laughs) I I think her reply was, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although, having talked to you guys, I'm getting pretty close. I don't think I'm quite there to saying it's for real. I think you just, you watch like the Robin Hood one and then watch like the last 30 minutes and that's about all you need. Um, I think yeah. actually watching this whole movie is a little bit too much um, is where I stand. <laughs> well, I will also say that like, because I watched this movie very uh, soon before we press play on this podcast. So uh-huh. talking about it and marinating on it a little bit um, gets it closer to that for real threshold, but I think, yeah, maybe it's like the length of it's, it. Um, it's an awesome movie to talk about, that's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah. This this podcast, as really talking about this movie, has been for real. 
I um, also can definitely see how as a kid it hits all the marks. It's super fun. And like I would be curious to see like what my like little cousin. Uh I'll also give it a shout out. Traumatized. Stars. Yeah. But I'll give it some bonuses of not being not for real in some of the typical ways. Like there wasn't a yeah. lot of like cringe cringiness. Like it holds up in a lot of ways. It's not offensive. Right. But, like, Good point. I don't think I can say Yeah. Bridget? I, I think there are some fun moments for sure in this uh, movie, but it's not for real. First of all, Mona would never be with that man. She <laughs> just wouldn't. He's hideous. That that 20 minute scene of that man in a diaper with a boat on his head. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see why kids would like it. I And I think as a kid, I wonder, but see, I, I didn't watch a lot of fantasy things when I was little that I, or, or I, yeah. I liked the never ending story, but even still, I was like scared of it. And I think I would have been scared of this. Uh, it just, it was weird. It was weird. So I, I don't think, I don't think in 2020, a kid would like this. I think no, they'd be like, no. what? And then like go back to TikToking. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I think that's, we've got a consensus on that, uh, Sorry, Time Bandits, uh, you are, you're not for real. Uh, Bridget, oh. do you have a, a song oh, for us? Oh, I did, I do, yeah. Um, hold on a second. I hope it, it's not going to be queued up to play as I want it to be. Hold on. And, and then we I think we should say that I think our next pick is going to be audience choice. Ooh. We don't know what it is yet, but um, in a week's time, you'll know, and that's, yeah. that's exciting. So send in your guesses, recommendations. To I guess our they be Facebook guesses. page. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not so much guesses, <laughs> but recommendations. We've already gotten a couple of recommendations, so we have to, we have to select one. Um, but yeah, so pretty exciting. And our Facebook page will be live and ready to go soon. And we are, I told Bridget early, earlier, we are on iTunes. We just got approval that... Oh. Uh, we are for real, so How great. We are on right now. Podbean um, and iTunes. Wherever Here you get your your podcast. <laughs> Appropriate. What is going on? <laughs> um also uh, in the video of the four non-blondes, uh, which you can't really see, but maybe Philip and Katie can, that she's wearing a steampunk hat yeah. that looks just like uh, Randall. Randall. It's yeah. all connected is what we're saying. So Influence. And what is going on? And maybe <laughs> yeah. if I was and maybe if I was higher, I would have higher. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> With that, we will see everyone next week. And uh Check Thanks, Stella, for that. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. <laughs>